Hi, I'm Shane Scott, and this is the Power and Motor Yacht Podcast. In this episode, I speak with Jeff Folk, the founder of the Argo app, and his daughter, Megan. The app itself is unique. It's a navigational tool with also a social network. However, although it had been around for a while, the app really blew up overnight, and it was because of one post his daughter made on TikTok. This is their story. I am with Jeff Folk and Megan Folk, his daughter, and Jeff is the entrepreneur behind an app called the Argo Navigation app. Do I have that right, Jeff, the name of it? Yes. Uh, obviously, you know, I hope someday people view it as it's, it's Argo, just Argo, but Argo Navigation works too. Yeah, the Argo app. Okay, let's call it that. So it's the Argo app. And he's getting a lot of buzz right now for it. Um, something I am only somewhat privy to. I've read the news a little bit, but I, I always have a thing about when I think something is, is interesting. I don't get too caught up in what people say, but I want to hear it from the source. And so with that said, you know, you got a lot of room to embellish on it, Jeff. But why don't you just start me through the basics of it? You know, what is this Argo app and how did it all get started? Uh, well, simply, uh, Argo is a very easy to use marine navigation app. That was sort of how and the purpose and why I developed it was was to make uh, a very easy to use app. There's a number of apps that are out there, but I found in this space certainly 10 years ago when I started thinking about this, there just wasn't a navigation app like you could find with driving a car. And uh, I wanted something that's very simple. I mean, obviously, we have chart plotters, and you know, most cases you don't go out without a chart plotter, but they're not the easiest in terms of navigating to a restaurant, a dock bar, an anchorage. And I wanted something that was easy to use, um, a way of combining all that into a nice, easy to use app, which is what I set out to do four years ago. And um, how long have you been uh, boating, Jeff? Uh, 40 years. Uh, I guess I. My out of college, my first house uh, was on the water, 1983, and uh, came with a boat slip. Uh, I didn't initially have a boat. Uh, it was kind of funny. My father had said if I if I found a place on the water, he'd get me a boat. And nine months in, I was still looking out there, and the slip was empty. And he called me one day, says, "Have you seen uh, your slip lately?" I said, "No, no." So I ran out to my my balcony. He had he had he had won a, a raft, I guess, uh, something he'd gone to. He, he blew it up and put this rubber raft in my in my slip. He's a funny guy, but uh, eventually he actually found me an old used Grady White, 22 foot Grady White, and that's sort of been my boat of choice for 40 years. I've had two different boats, but they've both been 22 foot Grady Whites, and I've really enjoyed just uh, discovering the the Chesapeake Bay, and that's where I live in the upper part of the Chesapeake Bay. Just discovering all the the neat coves and places you can go visit on the bay, on the bay. That's awesome. That's that's pretty funny too. Your dad's a funny guy. Um, so that being said, so you you've got this boat. You live in Chesapeake Bay. You know where does that translate into, or what at what point did you realize, boy, I wish I had something to you know to help me chart better. Or I think this could be something of use to people. Well, like anyone that's been boating for forty years, I certainly learned with hard copy charts, and I enjoyed that that challenge of of mapping out where I was going to go on a chart. But you know, the world evolves, and uh, I guess I felt there was an opportunity there to you know probably ten years ago to develop a better way of navigating the waters, and that's uh, something I talked about 
quite a bit, uh, as Megan will, will vouch for, within the family, within my colleagues, but quite a bit within the family to the point where my wife said, you know, you you really need to shut up about that app of yours or, or build it. And uh, I guess she kind of gave me the nudge to, you know, maybe I can do this. And then I happened to find a local development company outside of Baltimore, which also gave me the confidence that, yeah, all right, I think I can do this. And uh, that, that was really the hardest part was just starting. Uh, but once I got going, I've been full bore ever since. Uh, released it. Mm-hmm. Took about nine, ten months to develop it, but released it uh, a little over three years ago at the Annapolis Boat Show. And uh, so it's it's a relatively new app, but it's it's been out there three years and it's definitely matured a lot since its initial release. So take take me back a second here, Jeff. So you know you, you thought of the app as a good idea, but like what what got you there? I mean, are you a techie person? Do you do you use a lot of apps? Like what what inspired an app specifically? Uh, I'm, I'm, I am a, somewhat of a techie guy in terms of uh, I'm an engineer. I run a technology company, and and I think you know I saw that it could be done. That I had the network, you know. Uh, and I guess the other thing is, it is my father's family business. I I now own it, run it, but I really was looking forward to kind of building something of my own. And and this app sort of came about with that idea in mind as well. I think it was something that I could build and grow. And uh, it's very rewarding to know that I've got people all over the country and potentially people all over the world that are, are really appreciate the, you know, the app itself, what I've done to put this app together and how easy it is to use and uh, to, to make it safer and, and more fun when you're out on the water. That to me, uh, you know, it, it's very rewarding. And, and I think there was a little bit of that in when I de- decided to develop this app was uh, yeah. was just for that reason. So another question for you, Jeff, is it sounds like this would be helpful for, for safety on the water. Can you speak to how this might be something that could help with that? Uh, there's no question. It's something I've been thinking about for some time. I'm a member of a power squadron here locally out of Baltimore. And it's just, I've been so focused on so many other aspects in the app, but I think safety is something that surely this year I'm going to start devoting a little more attention to. There's, there's uh, in terms of links uh, to, to appropriate uh, uh, things that you would need to know on a boat in terms of uh, just a checklist before you get started, before you go. Uh, there's there's uh, so much that I can do from a safety standpoint that I haven't done. I'm really looking forward to integrating those things. And in fact, uh, I'm partnered with the American Boating Channel, uh, kind of part of uh, the Power Squadron uh, network. And, and that's what they're all about is safety. So I think working with them, working with other people's in, people in the industry, I'm looking forward to to Argo, I guess, helping that aspect. I mean, there's so many new boaters on the water today. And, and like I said, a lot of them are gravitating toward using Argo. And I think I'm in a great position to kind of help have them learn what's required, you know, when you're on a boat, handling a boat, uh, where you where you get, you know, the training that you need. Uh, so that's definitely going to be an aspect of Argo moving forward. Yeah, that's great. It'll definitely be helpful. Okay. Walk me through what it's been like, I guess, developing it or testing it, I should say. Like, you know, was it was it you and, and Megan, the family having to having to go with it and, and uh, get get lost in the process? Or how, how did it work making this uh, become what it is? Uh, certainly the development, there's been hurdles that I've had to, to overcome. It's, it's not been easy. Uh, 
just getting it out initially. I was hoping to have it developed for the boating season. I got released in September, so we missed the first boating season. And I've been through different developers. They come and go. And anyone that tries to develop an app, particularly the one this complex, it's developing an app is, is a lot more time and money than I ever envisioned. I was a little naive when I first got into it. Uh, so it's, uh, it, it's been challenging and it's, uh, it never happens. As, things don't come together as quickly as I'd like. <clears throat> the developers will add three or four features and they'll break one. Uh, software uh, platforms that we're working on update their, their software and that, that breaks features that you developed previously on, uh, on other platforms. So there's there's a lot of maintenance and challenges in terms of just developing an app. And as far as testing it, uh, yeah, I <clears throat> I spend a lot of time on the app, running through scenarios, whether I'm on a boat, whether I'm in my car. Uh, you know, I'm always testing features. My my family has got involved, uh, not so much in testing the app, but uh, they've all had in some way participated in, in the app and. My wife, from the standpoint of, well, not only listening to me, but being at boat shows, helping to promote the app. My oldest daughter, right out of college and COVID hit, was basically uh, ran my marketing for me in terms of the website, the social media she established and did a number of campaigns and was sort of the the initial marketing department. Uh, She wanted to do something else. uh, And and I I joke because I replaced her with three people when she left, but, uh, uh, I, even my oldest son, uh, he, he helped develop a, a dashboard for me to track, you know, the numbers and some of the, uh, the, you know, how users were, were using the app, uh, surprisingly Megan, and she doesn't like me to say this hasn't been that involved at all. In fact, she was, uh, sort of last minute came along with us to Chicago and, uh, you know, she had agreed to take pictures and video and things like that for our marketing team. But, uh, you know, just thank goodness she came because uh, that 12 second video just did uh, did wonders in terms of getting taking the app to a new level. I mean, she she yeah. really hit a home run. Yeah. So I want to ask you about that, of course. And, and Megan, I want you to definitely tell us about that. But just just really quick, I guess, give us a visual what what are we looking at when we look at the Argo app? You know, what what is what is its functionality? How is it going to help? you know, boaters in the moving forward navigation? Well, the, the app, uh, like I said, it's very easy to use, but uh, it's, it's probably got the fastest auto routing algorithm of any navigation, any marine navigation app that's out there. Mm-hmm. So in terms of planning your trips at home, uh, not everyone wants to use an auto route, uh, particularly when they're out in the water, uh, but for planning, it's, it's, it's excellent in terms of understanding how long it's going to take to get to a place uh, in with, with the profile information, you can get uh, time distance and ETA, even fuel consumption uh, or how much fuel it's going to take to get there. Uh, and then of course you can save that to your captain's log and use it when you're out on the water, you know, as a backup to your chart plotter, or in some cases, a lot of folks have used it as a chart plotter. So it's uh, it's a great planning tool. Uh, and and it's it's got a captain's log in terms of recording what plans you've made, what trips you've taken, whether it's uh, you know following the route that you've made or just just recording your track like you might on a chart plotter. Uh, and there's uh, reporting that you can get from that captain's log as well. So from a from a those are the basic navigational features. So I would say 
you know, planning, routing, whether it's auto routing, manual routing, recording your track, saving those to your captain's log, uh, taking advantage of, uh, of you know, all the, all the navigational markers are there, uh, points of interest at places you might want to go to, anchorages, marinas, yacht clubs, boat ramps. Uh, we even put in uh, artificial reefs for fishermen, some 33,000 artificial reefs throughout the country. Uh, and and the, the crowd, through crowdsourcing, we have uh, reviews and comments on a lot of these places. Uh, and you can also drop pins. So if you see hazards you don't, you want other users to know about or just some local advice in certain areas, you can drop a report pin and other boaters can give that a thumbs up or thumbs down. So there's, there's quite a bit of information in there, not only from a navigational standpoint, but ways in which you can add to the app to help other boaters in terms of uh, their experience when they're out on the water. Uh, the third aspect of it, of course, is the social feature, which I think a lot of yacht clubs, boating clubs are, are really going to enjoy. And that's uh, in terms of if your members are part of the, the app as well, you can not only see them, you can see all other boaters that are on the app, but you can filter it to just your club uh, or whether it's a marina, yacht club, boat club. And then you can you can see those those members. You can uh, connect with them. You can meet up somewhere. You can share pictures, you can share plans. So there's there's definitely a real social aspect that whether you're in a friend group or in a, a particular yacht club, I think, you know, they can take advantage of. Yeah, it's great. That sounds awesome. And it, it, it sounds a little bit almost like like a ways on the water. Have you, have you heard of that one? It, it is. Uh, it is very much. In fact, that's what I do tell a lot of people. It's a little bit like Waze, Yelp and Facebook or some social media platforms all kind of rolled together, but very much voter centric. Mm. Yeah, very cool. Very innovative. So that being said, okay, I, I'm, what I'm curious is how did it start? How was this being accepted by voters? And what changed when Megan decided to get on TikTok with it? And what did that look like? Well, the like I said, it was released a little over three years ago. And, mm. and really, it was well accepted right out of the gates. I think, uh, you know, it wasn't a perfect app. But uh, I had someone tell me back then, if, if you're not embarrassed when you first release an app, then you've waited too long because you can't just get it to where it's perfect and then find out you've, you've missed the mark. Mm. So I, I have its worst critic. I wasn't really felt it was ready yet, but I had to get it out. But it was well accepted. Uh, it had, uh, I think, pretty shortly after it got out there, it was close to a 4.8, 4.7 rating on the App Store. And we built that up over those three years to over 1,200 reviews, uh, over 100,000 downloads, and still 4.8 on the App Store. So it was pretty well accepted. And I think a lot of people saw the same vision I had and where it could get to and just, just how easy it was to use. So a lot of newer voters, and of course, with COVID, there was a lot of new voters mm. kind of gravitated to, to using Argo. Uh, some of the other apps may be more powerful, but they take the you know, a little bit more time to really understand them and use the tools where Argo, you can kind of jump in and start using it right away. Mm. Uh, with Megan's 12-second uh, video, we went from 1,200 reviews on the App Store to almost 20,000 reviews and a 5.0 rating on the App Store. And it's pretty similar on uh, Google Play as well. So just incredible. I don't I don't know if there's another marine navigation app out there that has 20,000 reviews uh, on the App Store. Or certainly not a 5.0. I don't. I don't know of too many apps that have a 5.0 rating. Hmm. So it 
is it is it perfect? No, it's not a perfect app, and we're still adding features. Uh, but I think this really put us in the conversation, which is really what I'd hoped to, to happen this year was get the app. It's our fourth year. Start to get it in more of the conversation among other marine navigation apps. Is this this is an option? Yeah, very cool. So Megan, tell me about it. What what was what was it you did that made it a home run? You know, I, I personally haven't seen the video, so I kind of want to understand, like, what, what did you do? What was the video like? Well, it was a 12-second video, so I, took, I did one take. I was at the booth. There was people walking by, and my dad's very good at talking to people, like he is. He puts himself out there, but a lot of times the response to that isn't always the most accepting, I guess. Like, not everyone at shows like that are receptive of what you want to tell them because you're you're trying to sell them something or you know give them something and not everyone wants to listen and i was able to capture that in the video i don't know if you use tiktok kind of like a younger generation thing like i'm i i'm on tiktok for sure and i've seen videos where you try and especially from a family standpoint like i'm his daughter so posting as his daughter that kind of like grabs the attention of a lot of people like and um there's a lot of videos I've seen blow up with like small businesses because that's if TikTok is blowing you up and you end up doing good, that helps TikTok. So the algorithm on TikTok really helps small businesses blow up. And so I guess I just saw the opportunity to post my dad and I I put some sad music with it. So it was him trying to sell people, like get them to try the app and them just walking by, not looking at him, not taking the flyer. And then I, I put like Charlie Puth over it and like the, uh, I forgot what the song's called, but it's like Another Day or something. I don't know what it's called, but it's like a sad song. And that just grabbed people's attention. And also it's an ad, it's free. So like, it's something people can do from their house. Anyone in the, in the United States and Canada can download it, try it out, even if they're not a voter and they may have voter friends, they can send it to other people. So it was very accessible for people to to do right from home after seeing that video. So I guess that was why it did very well, surprisingly. Did, did you expect it to blow up the way it did? No, no, I did not. <laughs> I originally posted on my account, which had like 200 followers, uh, was not Argo Navigation. It wasn't like a ploy for marketing, but it worked out and now I changed my account, which already started gaining followers for Argo into the Argo navigation TikTok. And now I'm managing that and posting update videos. Nice. That's exciting. What, what do the update videos look like? Um, explaining a little more, bit more about the app, posting features. TikTok is kind of more relaxed um, social media platform. And so, yes, it's like a professional account, but I also want to show like when we're going to boat shows, things we're doing throughout our day, like, and really capturing the essence of like Captain Jeff, because we kind of built a character around my dad, because he, he does have a lot of interesting and unique personality traits that are fun to show on the screen that I feel like a lot of people can relate to and enjoy watching. Very cool. So, so I know, uh, Jeff, that you said that your daughter hadn't been so involved in the app, but it sounds like maybe she is now. <laughs> she's managing our TikTok account. Yeah, she's. Uh, it's kind of funny because our marketing team and they were my two daughters came with me, uh, Kelly and Megan, and uh, they wanted to give them titles, and I think they were going to give Megan's title as the uh, 
social media maven. And at the last minute, we pulled that, but it sounds, you know, I, with what happened, I think that might have been very appropriate. So, yeah, she's now part of the team. It's it's funny. She, um, I think it was just three days ago, she came in my office and sat down and said, Dad, am I working for you now? And, and how much am I going to get paid? <laughs> she's very, very straightforward, but uh, yeah, she's, she's, she's on the payroll now. What did you say, Megan? I, I'm going to college. I'm I'm sick right now, so I'm not there yet. But I was leaving for school, and I was like, I need to know what my hours are going to be like, what my title is, you know, my pay possibly. So you know the essential questions to ask. Yes, yes, of course. Well, wow. so that's that's great. You're keeping it all in the family. Yes, yeah. we are. It's a. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty small operation. It really is. Uh, and it's kind of amazing how far it's gone with just a small, just, there's a one person company and I pulled in with, from my family. I do have a small development team. I've got a small marketing team. Uh, I just pull up on, you know, resources, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's been a, net, a great network. And I think with what's happening in the last couple of weeks, there's, uh, there's even more opportunities and partners. You know, I have had, a few partners leading up before the Chicago Boat Show. In fact, uh, I've got a good partnership with a company called Snagaslip. Actually, it's part of Marina Life, but they've they've are integrated into the app to where if you find a, a marina that's partnered with Snagaslip, you can actually book a slip directly through Argo. And I think those are the kinds of integrations that I'm hoping to do, you know, with the app. So it's uh, it's going to just build from where it is today. Hmm. So how busy have you been since that TikTok video? I've not gotten a lot of sleep. Uh, I've been inundated with, with emails between the two businesses, the nonprofits. I'm on a number of boards. Uh, it, it's, I've just been swamped, but in a good way. I mean, I wake up every morning very early now, but very excited about you know all the things that are going on and, and uh, upcoming meetings. So it's all good. It's, it's really exciting. Um, I mean, people have asked me if I'm uh, I'm overwhelmed or 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 uh, forget what the term was, but uh, I'm just excited. Um, I feel like the word you're looking for is stressed. At least I've been yeah. asking how he's been stressed because it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, people said they are. Is this all very stressful? And uh, I'm pretty steady. I'm I I don't get real high or real low and and even with everything that was going on the last two weeks i just kept going about my business as usual and that's just just the way i am uh, but i am excited um How, how's the reception been at, at boat shows since the one that that megan filmed you at you know i i haven't really been noticed which is kind of a nice thing i guess uh i i walked the chesapeake boat show which is outside of baltimore a week or so ago, I, I flew down to Florida and walked the St. Petersburg show, and then I spent three days at a the Great Loop uh, America's Great Loop Cruising Association, and uh, we just had a table there. It's a smaller show. Those that are doing the Great Loop, uh, you know, very few people really, and maybe it's just the demographic of 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 the people that were at the shows really didn't know me, didn't know much about the TikTok video, but I have had a couple of instances where people get, they just stop dead in their tracks and they look at me and say, are you the TikTok guy? <laughs> That's just kind of funny, but 
not not too often okay well it sounds like a like a plus maybe you're not you're not uh being overburdened <laughs> by stardom no no yeah. not at all but uh i i think people uh have have been certainly reaching out to me through email uh, quite a bit i think that want to have ideas want to be a part of it uh, uh again i think a lot of opportunities are opening up and uh, it's 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 exciting yeah it sounds like it i'm definitely curious you know you mentioned you mentioned crowdsourcing but when you described it it, it kind of sounds like you're doing that if, if if members are going on and they're and they're talking about you know what they're what they're spotting what the issues are in the water um what what more would you be adding to that you know with with looking towards you know, more, more crowdsourced future? Well, we certainly have the features uh, to do that. Uh, and, and in fact, some of these features I haven't put a lot of effort in since the app was first developed, like dropping report pins, dropping place pins, things like that, that any, any of our voters, any of our users can do. And I've got some ideas to really improve that and, and probably more campaigns around encouraging people to do that. So I think it, it it's there and, and our voters, our users, are they are using it, but I think we could do a lot more uh, once we update the process of how it works and we have some campaigns around it. So that's my plan, you know, for this spring and into the voting season. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of other opportunities from a crowdsourcing standpoint, uh, not just dropping pins, uh, but like I said, depths, uh, even preferred routes, uh, you know, I, I, I think when I started the company, it was partly around the idea of crowdsourcing, and that's why it's a free app. Uh, I'm not looking to really sell anyone's data. I mean, there are certainly concerns people have about privacy, and I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. But believe me, I am not intending to, to sell data. Uh, I'm looking for what, what can be value added for the voting community, for the users themselves, and how can I, you know, take advantage of uh, what voters know to help each other. I mean, I'm a voter and that's really what, what I, the reason that I started it and what I plan to do. Um, so it, it is going to remain free. Uh, we did come out with a premium version about four months ago, and I am hoping to add more and more premium features to that. I do need a way of beginning to monetize this, uh, Obviously, to maintain it and to build it and to grow it, uh, I need I need to begin to get some revenue coming. It's been four years where I'm just investing my own funds and development time and money into it. So I am hoping that the premium version will start to take off. And that's so it's twenty dollars a year, and we are going to be building in some really cool premium features. We do have right now. Uh, an ability to download offline charts before you go. So if you use connectivity, you have that feature. Uh, we also have uh, a marine weather forecast, seven-day forecast with wind, weather, and tides. Uh, and you can move the map around anywhere in North America, and that gets updated right away. So those are the two features that we have in there. But like I said, we're going to be adding more to that. Hmm. Yeah, very cool. Any any sneak peeks that, that you want uh, listeners to know about, maybe that they could look forward to? Well, I think within the next week or so, we're going to be adding uh, some really good uh, uh, reports into the captain's log. Uh, we're going to be adding the ability right now, we have a, a color depth shading. So we have the NOAA ENC that you can pull down. 
Uh, but we, you know, where we've incorporated the Army Corps of Engineer data and, and depth data from a lot of other sources, we build out our own depth layer, and that is a uh, color coded, uh, color shading based on depth. We're going to provide the ability to be able to change the colors, change the depths at which the colors, uh, you know, begin to change. So that'll be a neat feature. Obviously, uh, some some basic features that other apps have: AIS traffic. The ability to import and export GPX files. So if you want to import other tracks or you want to export your data, your routes out and upload it to your chart plotter, some basic features that, that I'd like to get in uh, into the app. Those are a couple of quick things that we're hoping to add here in the next next couple months. Very cool. It sounds exciting. And and Megan, has are you already a boater or did this make you into one? At least are you into boats now? <laughs> I'm excited to get into the yacht life. That is what I... <laughs> <laughs> but um i like boating i tend to fall asleep when i'm on a boat for some reason mm. it's just something about like it's it's calming i guess but i like whenever we go out on the boat we bring food you know watch the sunset go with the tube in the back oh that's really fun to me i like it yeah yeah it's definitely uh for boaters by boaters type of thing you guys are doing and i think everyone can appreciate that so um yeah, this is this is all really exciting to hear about, and I can't wait to see uh, what the updates look like. Is there anything else we should know before uh, we wrap up? Anything you want to say? Mm-hmm. We are also going to be adding merchandise because a lot of the people on TikTok don't necessarily have a boat, but they want to support. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be coming out with shirts, like a classic design. And then as we have more time to design it, we're going to come out with like more creative and unique designs. But I feel like that's very cool. I'm very excited about that. That's cool. Who, who's the designing the uh, the apparel? Well, I'm going to be designing the unique ones, but we have already like a classic design that we're going to do on the shirts. Very exciting. Any closing words from you, Jeff? I don't really have too much to add other than you know, I'm, I'm excited about having an app that uh, people can use to navigate more safely and have fun out on the water. So, uh, you know, the more the more people I can get on board, I think the, the better it will be for everybody. And I think this, I thought this was going to be a good year for us and uh, we're off to a great start. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, very much uh, excited for you both as well and, and how this app goes. I'm sure it's going to be something uh, very fun and sounds like a, a way to even uh, help with safety for boaters as well. So it'll be a nice addition to what the tools that we have out there for boaters and, and, and making sure uh, everybody has a safe and fun time on the water. But appreciate you both, and thank you both uh, so much for your time. Hope you guys have a great time at the next boat show, and hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Power Motor Yacht Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor and leave us a review or rating. Or you can share us with your friends on social media or on the VHF. Anywhere you spread the word means a lot to us. Thanks again, and until next time, we'll see you on the water. Devo